Unlock, level up, take action, get transformed when you say yes. Here at Say Yes Podcast, I am going to talk about practical tips on how to get started in business if you're lost, how to get started on that dream idea that you have and launching it to fruition. I am going to help you scale your business to the next level and propel it forward so that you are living the life that you want for yourself. I've spent several years building great things from the ground up, navigating the world of entrepreneurship on my own. Now it's my time to share everything I've learned with you. And my mission is to help you build great things from the ground up. The challenges I see out there is not due to the lack of talent, intelligence, and expertise. The challenges I see why people are not living the fullest of their life, living in prosperity and abundance is because people don't believe in themselves enough. Get ready to take massive action and experience a life made whole, full, abundant, prosperous as you live with a renewed mind, transformed spirit, rooted in love and passion. Hello everybody, welcome to the podcast. Today I want to share with you the things that I've learned this past year as an entrepreneur, as an individual who's so committed to living a full life and saying yes to entrepreneurship and saying yes to a healthy lifestyle. I want to share with you this past year what I've learned turning 28 this July. Some of them are so amazing and some of them the things that you already know but there's a huge difference between knowing something and applying it in your life so that's lesson number one is that i've learned to instead of just knowing i've learned to move from knowing to applying it in my life in the littlest of ways i've been so bogged down in this question of the art of doing what allows other people to do certain things and others remain paralyzed or just remain oblivious of certain things and they just remain stagnant where they are. I also have been asking myself this question of what allows for change to happen in people's lives? What allows for change to happen in my own life? What is it that actually makes me want to change? What makes me want to change in that instant moment? Because as you know, we don't change in 10 years. We change in that instant given moment we decided to change. It's the power of decision. It's a decision that we made. It's a choice that we made right there and then and we moved that into action. And so I've been so fascinating about this idea of change and transition and embracing the next level of going after things that you just would rather think of. I have been really good at knowing a lot of things. I know so much. I could talk to people from all backgrounds and I could come back and forth with engaging conversations with them. But when I look at my own life, there's a lot that needs to change in my own life. It's the funniest thing. And now that I've turned 28 that past year, it really allowed me to look deeper on the things that 
I can be better at in my own life, if I want to live the fullest of life, if I want to say yes to a healthy emotional well-being, to a mental well-being, saying yes to healthy relationships, saying yes to a spiritual life that is flourishing, saying yes to being committed and saying yes to financial growth in my own life, to physical health, to all these areas of our lives that are so crucial and important to our personal growth overall and to our balanced way of living and such a powerful living experience you know that we 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 can and we have the power to do in our own lives if I'm gonna do that what needs to change in my own life what needs to happen and yes I know all these things but actualizing them is the most challenging part so the question then is how do you move from knowing to actually doing things And what I've done in my own life is remind myself that the more I know, the more I don't know. And that what I don't know, I will learn in the process. So sometimes I get as highly achieving individuals that you are, and I know that you are because you're listening to this podcast, similarly to me, we are highly achieving individuals. And so when we see other people who have already made it and the things that people who inspire us, people who challenge us to be better. Sometimes they could also be the source of our own detriment, like our own paralysis, if you will, right? And one of the things that I've learned is to come back into my own self and communicate with my own self and say, hey, Jessica, you will learn what you don't know and keep using these people as your source of inspiration to fuel you and to fire you up and to power you and propel you forward knowing that at some point in the beginning of their careers they also didn't know much but they kept learning and they kept committing into the process of one showing up and telling themselves that you don't know enough but you will come here because one you've made a decision that you want to be here this is the career the path that you chose to be in and it's the same for all areas of your life think about it if you are not in the best shape of your life you could seriously be easily distracted by so many hot people on the internet (laughs) or even the people that you encounter all the time. You would easily get back down and you would easily fall, fall down if you get distracted by the very people that inspire you to change. But come to that, come back to yourself and say, hey, you, (laughs) you are more than capable and what you aren't today doesn't mean that you will be tomorrow and that's when change happens when you come back to yourself despite in the midst in the face of you getting so bogged down and just wanna just wanna give up you know whatever it is whatever area it is in your life what I've learned what I've learned in this 28 year of existence but even most especially in the past year is that giving up doesn't make you a champion what makes champions are people who don't give up and people who keep showing up and people who say people who know what humility looks like people who say hey i don't have that right now hey i'm not that right now but truly in my heart of hearts deep down my desire i know i can be 
the biggest motivator we can have and we can have access to is our minds, is ourselves. It's within us. We don't need to look outside for someone to motivate us. And yes, those are very helpful. But at the end of the day, the very person that will convince you and motivate you to create that change is yourself. You hold the key. You hold the power. And in my last year and even just me turning 28, that's what I've learned. What I've learned is that, hey, Jessica, like the art of change, the art of doing, it happens when you decide within yourself that you will and that you can. It's that simple phrase of saying, you know what? I don't know. I don't know it. I don't know if I'm even good enough, but I will keep showing up and I will learn it. I will learn what I don't know and I will keep showing up and I will keep at it knowing that what I didn't know yesterday, I know now. And in the process of just fighting for things and in the process of just actually doing things, we get better. The next lesson I've learned, which is really huge, I didn't even know that I do this, was my resistance of the fact that life is filled with challenges. I didn't realize that the reason why I'm doing the things I'm doing today is that so I could get rid of the challenges and the hardships in my life. That was my thinking. But the reason why I know it is working against me And what I say it is a resistance was because I let the challenges get in the way of how I'm able to overcome them. I essentially was resisting all these challenges even though I'm looking them in the face and going over them and above them. Even though I'm overcoming these challenges, even though I solve them really, really well, deep down inside me, I'm resisting them. Deep down inside me screams, I've had enough. Deep down inside me wants to run away from all these hardships and struggles that are in my face. And I just want to get off it. And the reason why I'm working really hard, the why behind my why is because I want to live a life that doesn't have any challenges. And what I've learned, and this is so important, is that you cannot think that way. <laughs> you cannot think that way. Child, like What I've learned is that life is filled with challenges. And the moment I accept that fact, the moment I embrace the reality that life equates challenges, that what actually makes me stronger, what molds me to become a better person, to become a better fighter, to become a warrior, is all these challenges I have to hop in and they're actually for my good, not for my bad. And so the moment I realize that all I have to do, because what happens is that like I'm a great problem solver, right? I can solve any problems that go in, pr in front of my face, no matter how fast and quick, even though I didn't even know I would have to solve an issue. If it's just, if it's in my face, I can solve it right away. But deep down, it's becoming so much harder. It's, it's the stress is so much affecting me and the anxiety is there because I'm resisting the challenges. And in my mind, I'm just like, I have enough. I want to share this with you because I think this is going to be the key that allows you to live a powerful life, a life that is so full when you just accept the reality 
that tomorrow, wherever you are, wherever you end up in your career, no matter how successful financially you become, you will have challenges that are outside of your control. And in the thinking, if you just change your thinking and say, I'm going to meet challenges tomorrow. If, if you change your thinking from pain to pleasure and, and look at challenges as a pleasurable way of saying it's growth, it's going to extend me, it's going to expand me, it's going to make me stronger, I'm going to be a better person at the end of this, it's so much easier to walk through challenges that way. Think about this. If you go to the gym, right, and you hate going to the gym, Even though you know that it's going to make you better physically, not just the way you look in your physique, but health-wise, it's going to extend your life. Think about like doing something that you don't like because of this challenge, because you view it as something painful, but because you view it as you've had enough of it. Think about that experience, right? Versus just showing up, whether you love it or you don't like it just this even field of saying you know what I'm gonna show up in this gym today I'm gonna come in and work out and in that process you can actually find love you can actually love working out or like working out because you stop resisting and it's the same things with big big challenges that you constantly go through i call them oppression oppression because they're the same challenges it's like the same pattern patterns that happen it's like theme a theme in your life that you have to constantly go through that you're constantly being challenged by mainly because you haven't learned to just embrace that challenge It really is life-changing and I'm so happy that I've learned this lesson on my 28th year of existence. So I hope that the next time you're faced with a challenge that you don't want to face or you know that you can face it, you know that you can solve it, but you just are having a hard time and experiencing pain, like struggle or stress or anxiety, I hope that you get to remind yourself that sometimes you just have to show up and that's the best way to actually go through a challenge much easier than when you would resist it. Another big lesson for me, which is so eye-opening, is the fact that I didn't realize I've been going after things without a clear vision of where I want to be, what I want to happen, and what it, what's in it for me. A lot of us don't, don't probably think about this as well because Even people who are visionaries, people who are clear about what they want in their lives, struggle with this. I think it has something to do with the fact that like, we are so goal-oriented. It's so completely different having clarity in the things that we want and going after the things that we want and knowing that versus just being goal-oriented. Because when you're goal-oriented, you could be, I want to go to law school, I want to be a lawyer, and this is what's going to happen. I just, you're so focused on that goal, you don't think about the things that you want. On top of that goal, around that goal, going through that journey of hitting that goal. And so that's me. That's my life story is I've been doing a lot of things and I, and I thought I thought I was a good visionary. I thought I was such a visionary. I have such a good skill, you know, that, that I actually thought I know what I want. But the moment 
I looked into what does clarity look like? What will it look like if I know what I want in the simplest things that I do, what the outcome I would want from it? What I've learned is that it saves you a lot of time, a lot of heartaches and heartbreaks and struggles and hardships that you won't have to hop on through if you just know what you want, if you're just clear with that simple things that are part of the things that you're doing, having clarity on all of those things, the outcome. Let me give you a contrast of what it would look like if you don't have clarity on the things that you're doing, right? There is a resistance. You know, deep down, our body is so smart and intelligent that it could feel what you feel, but you combat it anyways. Unconsciously, our body knows that we're doing something that we don't know if, if it's going to be to our benefit or not. Our body tells us, our gut actually tells us. That's what they call the gut instinct. Being naturally risk takers that we are, we want to try out things. We want to experience things. And not, that's not a terrible thing. But the problem is that when we go after things without clarity anymore, even when our gut tells us. So having clarity saves us a lot of trouble. But then naturally, we don't want to do it because we resist the things that we already know and would rather go through things blindly. When we walk in a dark room, when we can't see things, when we don't have clarity, we walk blindly, we can't really see what we're hitting, and we're just, we don't know where we're going. We don't know what we will hit next. We don't know if we're going to be able to get that water out of a refrigerator when we walk in at night in a closed off, turned off light kitchen, right? That's having clarity not having clarity that's kind of what the distinction I can think of right now is that you're walking in a path you're doing something so blindly and you just want to experience things without really thinking what the outcome is going to be you don't have clarity on what you want and the and the benefit of having clarity on what you want is you're specific you're targeted you save more time you know exactly what you're after as an example in business what i've learned is that you cannot go out there without even having defined your ideal client that's like the best example I could give you, which is such a spot on example, is that a lot of people think that they can fish in the pond because they think that there's a lot of fishes in the pond. But the problem is that those you think might be your clients, but they might not want you. So having clarity on ideal client, who's your ideal client? Who's your target customer? And do you think they will work with you? And having clarity on that gives you a lot of time. And let me give you another example. This is actually super good. One of the things I've realized is I've been th doing things wrong in my business, which is absolutely amazing that I got to realize it on my third year of being an entrepreneur. <laughs> having clarity on the things that you're doing and scaling it down and going back to the beginning of how you started 
And you would realize that, oh my goodness, I've been doing things wrong because I went in blindly with no clarity on what I truly want. A lot of us business owners do this mistake. We make this mistake. We come in, we're like, we have a great product. I know what I want now. We have a great product. Now I need to sell. <laughs> Terrible decision ever. Don't ever do that. Or, oh, I know what my skills are. I know I can do this. I can do it and just like expose yourself in the business world without having clarity on minute details in business. Another example that I see this all the time when it comes to, let's say, the topic of self-love, right, is not having clear boundaries and not having clarity on the things that we're going after. I think we're clear about one thing, right, that we want love and we want to be loved. But sometimes even that, we're not even clear about what that looks like for us. And so we have to come back within ourselves and have that conversation. It's a funny thing. I heard this preaching last couple months ago about ripping up your list about not having a list and this pastor talks about a lot about you know a lot of us will have lists right we want a guy that has six pack we want a guy that's tall six five or six four i don't know we we have a list in our brains in our minds probably and some people have like listed what they want in a guy or in a woman or in a partner and have it listed on a paper And some people don't want to don't want to move away from that list. They're so clear on what they want, right? And this pastor was talking about, I want you to rip your list. And I just don't want people to mistake that preaching and saying, oh, I don't have to have a list, so I don't have to be clear with what I want. It's not about that preaching is not about not having clarity on what you want in a in a person or in a partner that you're looking for. That preaching is completely, absolutely different. So I don't want you to rip up your, your list, to be honest. It's a challenge. It's good to know what you want. It's good to know what you're looking for. It's good to know what is relationship look like for you. What would be an ideal relationship look like for you? But it's also good to know that there are things that you're willing to give up and compromise because relationships is about compromise. And so you will get tested on the things that maybe the list that you've written, that some of the things that you might have to compromise on the height of the person you're dating. You might have to compromise on some views right but there's this absolute must that should be in a relationship that you know that you can never live without and that's something that you should not rip apart because in the end you will realize that people come back to who they are maybe the people that you meet right now is willing to camouflage right willing to change at the time to fit what your needs are because this is a time the beginning of relationships you're so in love and so the sooner you realize that there has to be some clarity you have to be clear do you want to be with a guy that has potential do you want to be with a guy that that you can look like at a guy and say you have potential <laughs> i can change you you can change or do you want to be with a guy that's already what you want what you're after because you're clear about it a lot of us aren't clear with what we want the f the fact that we go after potential when we look at our a partner is i think the wrong way of going about things you know you cannot look at a partner and say you know what i want you because of your potential potential of changing potential of becoming better 
We want to meet a person that is in the same level of where we are that we can grow together. We want to meet a person that can complement our strengths and our, and we can complement them in their weaknesses. You know, we want a partner that will be a better addition in our lives. And so I used to get laughed at because I, I would talk about, can this person add value in my life? And I would get laughed out by laughed at a lot by by some people that I know because they're like, you don't go after relationships like that. And I'm saying, you know what? That's actually the reason why relationships fail. It's because people look at potential. It's because people say, rip up your list. It's because people say, you don't have to have a list. Or some people tell you, you have to have a list. So, so many people give you advices that now you're like, don't know what you really should do and I can tell you right now you don't have to listen to me and don't listen to me I would say that the most important thing that you can listen to me on is to have clarity on what you want because that clarity is going to give you a life that you want if you're clear on the life that you want if you're clear on your goals clear on your financial goals clear on your personal health goals clear on your spiritual goals clear on the things that where you want to be then living the full life the fullest of life is not gonna be hard for you because you've already done the harder part of it the hardest part is to actually make that decision to have clarity to have vision to be able to see and if you don't see it yet then you're not ready you're not ready to live full life it's harsh i know but sometimes we need to hear harsh things we need to look at ourselves and say hey we're not perfect and a lot of times i see people because they reach a certain age they think that oh i know enough they think that their experiences is enough to tell them to say, I know enough and I'm not going to listen to you. I've met people who just don't listen. I've met people who, who have such a hard heart and hard head at the same time that they think they're always right. And you know what? To me, at least, at least it's not the best person to be with. I don't want to be with a person who thinks they're right and who's not going to listen to me. I want a person who will take his time to listen i want a person who would actually communicate with me as well and i would take time to listen and come to the conclusion and come to a solution of what it is i know what i want and i want to ask you do you know what you want and once you know what you want the next step is to have that clear boundaries of saying no. This is the part where you really have to say no to things that doesn't serve you well anymore. And the other side of that really is saying yes to the things that you know will serve you well. The problem that I've mentioned in the third lesson of this, this what I've learned at 28 is knowing. We have to move away from the things that we know and start doing things. You know, we have to start saying, I don't know a lot of things. And the more I know, the more I don't know. Instead of saying, I'm 28, I know so much that I don't want to learn anything from anybody anymore. That would be my biggest failure is when I tell myself I don't want to learn from anybody because I know so much. And I've seen that throughout my 27 transition to 28 is that I started to become hardened a little bit and I can tell you that that's my biggest fear I tell that to people every time what's your biggest fear is that I don't want to 
to harden. I, I don't want my heart to harden. I don't want to not listen to people. And I've seen myself because I've gained a little bit of experience and say, you know what? They don't know anything. <laughs> But the funniest thing, this is the funniest thing I've learned is that I can learn from people's situations wherever they are in life whether it, they are in their failure or in their downtime or in their high highest time i can learn from them and that's what i'm gonna take from and that's the reason why i'm in a position of i don't know what i don't know i know a lot of things but i still don't know a lot of things the more i know the more i don't know and so please teach me having a teachable heart is the best goal you could have because you know what as an entrepreneur times change all the time times change so fast trends change all the time and and what i've seen in the tech industry is that you get overtaken by small innovative technologies if you harden if your heart hardens if your mind hardens and, and if you say if you're so sure that your technology is going to last that's the moment that we have to look at and say You have to change in this area of thinking. And a lot of what I've learned in my life with my transition from 27 to 28 is this learning of what is my thinking? Where is my thinking at right now? What do I think about my own sense of life? The way, the things that I know, the things that I don't know. And so that leads into one If you, for you to have a teachable heart, you have to have a hunger heart, a heart that is so hungry to learn, a heart that is so hungry to be poured on, a heart that is so hungry to also pour out on other people, you know, and, and that's where I'm at. I'm so hungry and thirsty for knowledge, for learning, for community. And that's where I'm going after. That's what I'm going after. I'm going after community, building a community that is so pure. My heart, I would say if I have a dream, if I have a wish for my birthday, that would be to build up the Say Yes community, to build up a community that is so authentic and real and genuine to build up a community of entrepreneurs who are so committed to living a life that is full, who are so committed to say, my success, my financial success is not enough to say that I'm free to do anything I want. I want to build a community who are going after dreams after dreams, no, ma no matter where they are in life, no matter what their age is, is at. I want to build a community that will say yes to living the fullest of life and saying yes that one, it is possible. I, you know, I couldn't tell you how many people I've met who are so, whose hearts are hardened, even at 28, even at a young age, even at 38, at 40. I meet people who would tell me they've been around long enough. <laughs> That's a dangerous phrase. And so I hope if I can leave you anything in this today's episode is that I hope that you have gained a lot of hunger. I hope that you have eyes to see the beauty in this world 
and I hope that you get to experience the beauty of this world. I hope that you get to have open arms to say, here I am, I surrender to everything that could come into my life, even the challenges, even the hardships, even the struggles, bring it on because I'm not associating them with pain anymore. I hope that your hunger leads you to building greater and better things that is not only good for your life, but good for other people. And that's what I've learned is that you know, in order to create massive change in this world, I need to create massive change inside of me. Lastly, I want to leave you with this. I used to look at other people's lives and I, I could see everything that they can work on in their life. I could pinpoint, I could go inside a restaurant and say the things that could be better in a restaurant. The lesson there is that I'm very good at pointing what's wrong in other people's lives, in other people's situation, and what can be better. I'm very good at seeing what needs to change in them. But what I'm not good at is looking at what needs to change in my own life, what, needs, what area needs to grow, what area needs to be cut off so that I can grow more. And so I'm committing for my 28 year of existence, transitioning to my 29th year, this year of 2020, well, with what's left of it, August until December, until July next year, I'm committing to, to be better at seeing what needs to change in my life. If I see it in other people, that means that needs to change in my life first. What we see in other people is a reflection of who we are. And so when I see all those imperfections, when I see all those flaws that need to change in their life, that means it's time. It's a reminder for me to say, hey, Jessica, you need to work on that. And I hope that this is something so helpful and pure and raw. There's a lot of things that I can be better at in this podcast, to be honest. I am working my way there. I am not pressuring myself to produce something that is so professional. I am only committing myself into showing up in raw version of me so that I can find my voice and I am committing to give it my best every time I'm here. And my version of best is my authenticity, my vulnerability, and my passion to serve you the best that I could and to share with you the things that you could apply in your life so you could live the fullest of life while you're being an entrepreneur, a rock star entrepreneur. And so I wish you all the best. For now, live unstoppably. Bye-bye.